Peace, diehards. This is your boy, E. Woody, and host of the Dynamics Podcast. We're trying something different today, man. I am on Sportscaster. I'm going to be broadcasting from Sportscaster. This is a live pro, um, live broadcast kind of thing going on here that um, is um, similar to, to YouTube, but it's its own entity where they, they, just, they just cater to sports podcasts, man. So I'm going to be broadcasting live from Sportscaster, and also I'll um, post it on my regular uh, podcast as we go along here, man. So, yeah, man. So there's a couple of things that's going on, man. Before we get started, I just want to um, uh, do my promotion. DieHardKnicks.com. Anything on DieHardKnicks.com, um, any proceeds that I get from that um, website is going to be going to charity, a charity that supports the Black Lives Matter movement. So anybody that goes to that, that um, DieHardKnicks.com, anything on that website, once again, uh, all proceeds will be going to um, uh, charity for the Black Lives Matter movement. So, on that on that um website also there's a, a a t-shirt that says racism ends with me so that's if that means something to you man please go check it out and then you can um you can contribute to the cause man so also too man i just want to give an apology for my last podcast man i had audio issues man so apparently you know uh all these um, internet service companies you want to talk about uh, t-mobile you want to talk about uh you know any any whatever you could think of everybody's been having problems with their with their service and stuff like that so i was a victim of that uh, for my last episode, so um, I want to apologize. My my co-host uh, Pizat on your Tizak, we were doing um, part two of our podcast series uh, that that was highlighting uh, the top five Knicks in each position, and uh, we already did the point guards, which was a good episode, and we were having a good episode for the shooting guards, but um, like I said, we had some audio issues, man. It was really crazy, man. So I apologize for that, man. So. And then um, in part three, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna have to recap the um, part two a little bit, and then we'll get into um, whatever next position that we, that we have. So we'll probably do that next Sunday. And to try to kill that that whole um, internet thing, we're going to probably um, end up linking up with each other, man. So we'll be masked up and uh, doing our thing with that, man. So a couple things, man, with the, in the NBA right now. Don't, re- truthfully, like um, you know, like anybody else, you go to go to your sources. My source right now is Shams. My man Shams, his Twitter feed is on fire, man. He's constantly updating everybody with, with stuff that's going on. So there's really nobody else to really go to besides him. So if you just scroll through through his um page, man, if if um if you're not talking about um you know uh you know players that are 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 to- uh, talking about the um social issues that's going on, they're they're not sure if they're, they're gonna play because of that or whatever, man. You're you're um you're basically there's nothing else but Knicks. You know what I'm saying? So it's either the NBA or the Knicks, either one. And um, you know the Knicks are supposed to be the laughing stock, but everyone st- still can't seem to get um, the Knicks' names out of our mouths, man. So the Knicks are in a coaching search, man. But you know, before we talk about that, you know, I did I did mention um, you know the whole social issues and stuff like that. You know, we, we're talking about Black Lives Matter. You know, the um, the killings of of uh, of um, you know black people live on the internet, right on your telephone. You can see it. You know, what I'm saying this this stuff has been happening for hundreds of years and stuff like that. So. You know, this whole George Floyd thing, George Floyd, you know, it's not just because of him. It's because of everything that's been happening. Up in the, this, is, this is like the last straw. So a lot of the um, NBA players, they're, they're conscious of this, man. They're conscious of their platform. So um, they've been saying that, um, that that they don't think that they should, um, the NBA should continue. And, um, you know, besides besides all of that, man, we still got this COVID thing going on, man. So, I mean, you want to talk about, like, Major League Baseball players and uh, football players. Every there's, there's players from all sports that are still contracting this disease, man. Even a comedian, um, D.L. Hughley, just um, came down. He had, like, passed out or something like that, and then he went to the doctor and he got tested. 
um, for COVID and he came up positive. So, man, so people are still coming up positive for this disease, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so far, nobody, nobody like super famous, like an athlete or anything like that has, has um, gotten ex- extremely sick or anything like that. There have been some that have gotten sick, you know, and some has been, um, you know, you know, I guess they, a lot of people don't want to put their stuff out there. They don't want to scare anybody or whatever, but people are still getting sick, man. So, like, like I said, you can go through Sam's um, Twitter feed and they're talking about, um, you know, quarantining people like if you come up positive you're gonna be quarantined in the quarantine house and they're gonna have they're gonna have you wearing rings and stuff that's gonna detect you know if you if you have it or not you know the coaches that the first row of players are not gonna wear masks and the coaches are gonna wear masks or you know but it's not gonna be i mean it's, it's like ridiculous you know what i'm saying so you know i me personally me personally they should just end the season just just not not to be not because of any social stuff not because of covid um really it's because it's june you know what I'm saying? We're talking about ending the season right now. I mean, I'm starting the season in the middle of June. Like the um the last game was what in March? You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about March, April, uh, May, June. That's a long time to not play basketball, man. These guys are basically in their off season right now. If there was no NBA, the NBA finals would be kind of ending around this time, and we'll be preparing for the NBA draft. And that's that's also not fair for these kids too, coming out of college and stuff, because nobody's playing. You know, nobody's playing, and and then just just to keep prolonging this thing, you know, we're gonna end up in in um October. So I'm reading this thing, man. They, they're talking about in October that um that's when um you know these um guaranteed contracts are gonna be gonna um gonna be you know uh you know, guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the Knicks have a bunch of them, you know, which is great. A lot of these guys they they um they have like one million dollar um guarantees, but you know if they get to October. Then the contracts will will you know go into you know full effect. A lot of the Knicks players have fifteen million dollar contracts, ten million dollar contracts, eight you know stuff like that, eight seven million dollar contracts, all one years, man. So you know, a lot of these guys are, are going to be on waived. Like we, we're talking about Bobby Porter, she's definitely going to be waived. You know, you know a lot a lot of Peyton. You know, some people don't like Peyton. I like I happen to like Peyton, but um, it doesn't really make sense to keep him either because he's on a one year deal and we got Frank. But, you know, just just to stay on subject, man. You know the um, you know the one thing that 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 um came up um recently out of all the reports of the different players and stuff like that is Trevor Trevor Ariza. His his um reason for not playing when the season um resumes, if it even resumes, you know, what was amazing um for that was um was he doesn't want to play because he has visitation with his kid. You know, I mean, like as a, as a father, as somebody that that that's um co-parenting. With my own um, older son, you know, we're co-parenting. For for him to say that, it's like, yo, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's that just shows you how crazy this stuff is. Because people are not thinking rationally. They just think, oh, we just need to get the NBA back. Oh, this that. I don't know what the NBA's perspective. I don't know if it's about money or or whatever. I don't know if they if they really are trying to uh, get us to um to like um not think about the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever. But I mean, this COVID thing is is for real, whatever, man. But um, but like I said, this um. Like visitation for his son, so like you never really think about it during the NBA season. These players they're all constantly traveling and stuff like that, so they don't have really real time for their families for like a certain amount of time. So the summertime, when the summertime comes, the summertime belongs to the players. So he might have a, a you know a visitation agreement with with a judge or something like that. That the summer times are for for him to to spend time with his son. So I mean I mean that just blew my mind. That I mean to to my freaking heart. You know what I'm saying? That um that you know. Cause um, cause it's it's like something personal for me, man. Cause I I, could t- I totally get it, you know. Like when when I do have free time, I have it with my son. So the NBA they wanna they wanna start late because of the COVID and everything else that's going on. 
um, I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I have visitation with my son, so I can't I can't show up. I mean, that's bugged out, man. I, I mean, just the, that that just that whole concept. And for me, I feel embarrassed that um, as a you know, just as a human being, that I didn't even think of anything like that. You know, and then it's coming out that other players is, are having similar situations where where they just want to spend time with their family. This is their their family time. And um, you know, Adam Silver did did mention that um, if players don't play, they won't be breaching their contract, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Because players already have a certain like window of time where where they um you know where they know they're gonna play, and the off season belongs to them. You know where they have a certain amount of time where they can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, these players are entitled to all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I should I should have looked it up before, but I, I think um, Major League Baseball they actually canceled the season once. I, I believe it was in the '90s, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. They canceled the season, and they they didn't have any awards. They didn't have a champion. They didn't have any um you know most valuable player awards. They didn't have any anything like this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the NBA just needs to do that. I mean, because back then I think it was a lockout season, if I'm not mistaken. I, you know, like like I said, I should have looked it up before before I went went on live or whatever. But I mean, it's not really it's really not that serious, you know? Because all right, listen, we, we're gonna we're gonna extend this season now, you know, up until like um you know up until you know end of August or whatever September it might even get up to. So now you're talking about the draft is gonna be in October, you know the the I don't know even know when the lottery is gonna be, but the draft is gonna be in October. I mean, you know, so then when the hell does the season start? You're gonna be you're gonna talk about um getting into January for the for the following season to start. So I mean it's that's all bullshit, man. I mean I, I feel I feel like they should just cut it out and just leave it alone, man, because these guys are risking their injury. You know, and also too, there's a lot of players out there that are free agents next year. Like like I just mentioned, I mentioned a bunch of Knicks guys on the Knicks. So why would these guys want to risk it for the like like maybe playing like a month and possibly getting injured and then risk their bread for next year? You know what I'm saying? And that, like, here's, a, here's another thing too. That I'm kind of like bouncing around a little bit, but a couple of players was like, "Yo, um, you know, I I need this money, you know, so I can take care of my 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 family and stuff like that." But fam, what we we talking about like like if it was if it was like a regular, right? That like I said, the, the season will be over now anyway in June, you know, and then the season picks up again in October. So what money are you losing? You know, and at, at this at this um, um point in time, if if you're living check to check as an NBA player, there's something that's absolutely wrong with you, man. You know, as a regular person that, um, you know, like like myself, I'm a regular person. You know, I, I do have this podcast, you know, whatever. I got merch, as you can see. A lot of, lot, of, lot of bells and whistles, man. But I'm still a regular person, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like if if I lose my job, there's, there's got to be, like, if I lose my day job, there's got to be um, a contingency, like a contingency plan. I got to have something saved. You know what I'm saying? I got to have a plan for whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I got to have a plan just to chill for a little while if I had to. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all about being being a grown man, man. So I'd, I'd like, you know, personally, I don't want to hear about, oh, I need to get paid. I need to take care of my family. I need to take care of this, that, and the other. You, you mean to tell me that you, you're going to be messed up for two months? Like, if you don't get paid for two months, you, you're going to be that messed up? My man, this, this season's going to start in, in October. You know, in, in two months right now, what is it, June? June, we're talking about June, July, August, September, October. Talk about four months. Man, get it together, man. Get it together. There's, there's plenty of things you can do. I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure... You can get yourself involved in so many different things as an NBA player, you know, especially pulling money together. You got um, Kyrie and all these guys, you know, they're, they're talking all this junk. Dwight Howard has been very vocal. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in, in this this point in time, everybody's got to be their brother's keeper, not just in the NBA. We're talking about worldwide with, with, with this here, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I just thought I just really wanted to talk about Trevor Ariza because I know this is really like a Knicks-related thing. 
But uh, I, I really want to mention Trevor's, Trevor Reza with his situation with his son, you know. He is a former Nick, so, so um, once um, once a Nick, always a Nick, man. So anyway, I, I just want to say what up to um to the guys in the chat here. Um, uh, this guy's name is uh, Man United, whatever. It's, it's abbreviated, so I can't believe you, you gave me like a, a tip. I don't really know what that means, but salute to you, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone else that's um, this tuning into this to this thing, man. This is um all new to me. Um, uh, this is all a part of the MBK network that we that we're doing. This is um nothing but Nick's uh, Simeon Russell's idea, and he got a bunch of us together to um, to start doing some um, um visual stuff. So like I said, I, I already have this podcast as you can see. You know the podcast um I've been doing it for a while now. I'm at up to eighty um I think eighty seven now I believe. So um you know I, I've been doing the podcast for a little while, man. So this is like really my first time really doing visual stuff. So um you know thank you for for um for tuning in. And right here, there's a little ticker there. I, I put a number. That's actually my number. So you could text me if you don't want to um to 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 um use this um what is that right? Here? How do I do it? No, it's this way. <laughs> if you want to don't want to use the um the the text for a sportscaster, you could just text me right there uh, at uh, 646-470-1727. Uh, text me right now, and then um I can um I can shout you out on the on the show, man. So um the the second uh, major thing is um is the next coaching search, man. So like I said, I'm looking at Sham's Twitter feed right now, and if you scroll through it, it's nothing but a bunch of BS, you know, about about the season, all these different stupid rules. And then what do you know? Nick's coaching search. You know, that's like the only thing that's happening right now. The the lowly Knicks that nobody cares about. We happen to be the second um biggest news story right now as far as um the um NBA basketball and everything is concerned. So let's um let's just um look at a list of um of um some coaches here. Uh, of course, um, Tom Thibodeau. Before yo, before I even get into the whole the whole list or whatever, I thought Tom Thibodeau was 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 a shoe in to be the the coach, right? What was it? Wasn't he um already establishing his um his coaching staff? Wasn't that like um somebody from ESPN said that the the Knicks beat writer from ESPN was saying that the um that Tom um um, um Thibodeau was already filling out his coaching staff. Are you kidding me right now? You know what I'm saying? They, these guys just say anything that, that they want to say. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, like, people just go on social media, especially Twitter. That's why I really mess with Twitter too much. But um, Instagram and the comments and whatever, they're going crazy. Oh, man, the Knicks going to get this guy that's going to get that. They go crazy off these little comments that these these sports writers make. These A lot of these sports writers are no, are no better than, than some of us. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times they use us for references, too, and try to say that's their source. But whatever, man. But um, you know, like I said, Tom uh, Tom Thibodeau is supposed to be already assembling his coaching staff or whatever. So he's like a shoe in, you know. It's it's his job to lose. They actually said it's his job to lose. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 just I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of it. And then you know, outside outside of that, of course, you know, people are still talking about Mark Jackson, uh, and um, what's the name? Um, Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy. I mean, you know, people really got to get off of that. Because it's it's bigger than just yo just hire Mark Jackson, like okay, yeah, he, he built Golden State. All right, listen, man, chill, just chill. You know, like like um when when Mark Jackson got there, they weren't a good team. You know, uh, Steph Curry was on the team, but he was hurt. He, I think he was averaging fourteen points a game. Um, one, um that one year when he got hurt, and um what's the name? David Lee was actually the leading scorer, if I'm not mistaken. Then the um the next year he he came on I, and I think David Lee was still the leading scorer you know I, I don't have that that up or whatever man but um during Mark Jackson's um tenure um Stephen Curry wasn't actually 
Stephen Curry yet, the, like the, the 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 MVP Stephen Curry yet, and they weren't really playing at that level, whatever. But but yes, he did give a branch to to that to that level, whatever. So that's like sixty something win team that they had when um Steve Kerr on took over. But um, excuse me, but um, you know. I mean, you can't you can't give Mark Jackson so much so much credit um so much credit that you freaking lose your mind. Yeah, I know Mark Jackson played here before. Yeah, you can say yeah he he'll he'll know what to do with the media. You know this that, and the other. There's also this thing with the whole religion thing and the stuff that they, that um that um that um Mark Jackson says. You know what I'm saying? He says a lot of wild stuff. There's a lot of history too with with him. So a lot of teams don't want to deal with that. And you want to talk about the Knicks? You know, as as soon as he um becomes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm quite sure the same beat writer that that's posting that that Tom Dippito is is a shoe in to get the job. If Mark Jackson were to get it, I'm quite sure he got an article in his stash, you know, ready to to start flaming Mark Jackson. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the reason why Mark Jackson is not the coach of the Knicks, man. You know, and that's the reason why he's not the coach of anybody. To uh, if you want to be um, you know, technical. So anyway, you know, and then Jeff Van Gundy, man, you know. Let, let, let me tell you something about Jeff Van Gundy. Like Jeff Van Gundy, um, people like people have short memories. Jeff Van Gundy left us, left us in the, in the out to dry. Um, that that one year, they, I I think the Knicks were eleven and eleven. He could see the writing on the wall. He could see that the guys are getting older. He could see that the front office might not uh, might not be um, you know, uh, you know, just like like thinking ahead. You know what I'm saying? And it, it goes to show you from that from that Ewing trade when we traded him for. Ben Baker and a bag of nuts, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Glenn Rice and those guys. It, it was like they, they had no foresight of what to do after Ewing. So he saw the writing on the wall. Even though we were 11 and 11, he could have stayed with us and went went to the next level. He bailed on us. He quit. You know what I'm saying? So you got to remember, this is a dude that quit on us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, he's a good coach. I, I You know, I'm not going to say nothing wrong with him. He was he was um, coaching the, um, the USA, like, Z team, and they actually won or whatever. So... You know he still can coach. He still has the the um you know the juices to coach. But I think I think you know we we gotta stop um, um dealing with the past stuff that happened in the past. We just gotta just leave it alone, man. You know like like stop like talking about stop, it, like the nostalgic man. Like like um Mike Woodson. A lot, a lot of stuff is going talking about you know a lot of stuff is talking about Mike Woodson. You know like um father figures being thrown out there. I mean father figure like really. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's like a, a basketball coach. You know what I'm saying? Here's another story with, with um with um this guy, Mike Miller. Um, excuse me, not Mike Miller. Um, you know, shout out to Mike Miller, but I'm I'm talking about Mike Woodson. When um uh, when when he first came to the to the Knicks, but he was um the defensive uh coach for D'Antoni. You know, so D'Antoni was doing whatever they was running whatever offense. So anyway, we ended up uh, firing D'Antoni. So of course, Mike Woodson was the natural person to come in and take over because he was the head coach of Atlanta. As soon as we hired Mike Woodson, we knew it was inevitable for him to be the head coach. Anyway, he basically keeps the offense the way it is. You know, doing the um doing the the seven second or less hybrid that we were running. You know, and then we would just run it like run it like that. So then then the, um the next season. He just um just basically went back to his old ways with Atlanta and just was doing ISO ball. You know, he had Melo as the as the centerpiece, just like Joe Johnson was in Atlanta. And they had everybody else just playing off of that. But it was it was to an extreme with, with um with um with New York. You know what I'm saying? Because um, Melo had his best season. We would just get like you you can even see it on the sideline. He would just, yo, just give the ball to Melo. What are you doing? Get the ball to Melo. You know, and then, you know, of course. We um you know you want you want to give credit to a lot of different guys you know Jared Smith he was the sixth man of the year you know eighteen points a game 
you know, almost made the all-star team and all this other stuff. And um, but well, one thing that that you, that you have to mention is that we had a team full of veterans. These guys on the last legs of their career. Kurt Thomas was back on the team. Cammy was back on the team. You know, um, you know, we had Kenya Martin on the team. You know, of course, Jason Kidd was on the team. We had uh, uh what's the name? Rasheed Wallace is on the team. There's a lot of guys with big voices, a lot of veteran guys, tough dudes that people respect, that mellow respect, that uh, J.R. Smith respects. A lot of these guys, they they have the respect. Of um of these of these old guys and these old guys was given the um you know you know they, they were just mentoring the, anyway I want to give credit to those to those old guys that was on the team for for getting us to that fifty win season because it was a bugged out season you know what I'm saying there's a lot of stuff that happened that year but the the um the veterans are the ones that put it together fast forward to the next season we went from 52, 54 wins fifty two wins whatever whatever it is the next season we won thirty four wins with the same coach. And, and roughly the same um, a mix of, uh, of, um, of stars, you know what I'm saying, minus all of the veteran guys that I mentioned. You know what I'm saying? So um, what happened there? It, was it because we lost all the veteran guys or, or was it because the Mike Wilson was, was, is a terrible coach? You know what I'm saying? Or is it because that um, – I'm not exactly sure if you can curse on this thing, man, but I, I just can't help myself. Um, Carmelo Anthony uh, you know, and J.R. Smith are two assholes, man, it's straight up and down. Melo wants the ball, and that's it. Jared Smith is Melo's boy. These guys are, are like they got they got a click thing going on. You know, if you if you want to talk about Jeremy Lin and this that, and the other, you want to talk about Shumpert. Shumpert was like a, like a head case. He was like gonna lose his mind. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. When he was here, he was acting the same way. It was like they all took on took on that persona, and that's why we won thirty four games with with, with the, basically the same group. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff to to, to, think, to um to think about, and also too Mike Wilson, like like right leading up to when he got fired. He was like saying, "Yo, um, what do you want me to do? Like, like, how do you guys got to let me know how they want to play? You know, anything, any suggestions?" He was he was reaching for reaching for um, you know, for like like um branches to to keep his um coaching uh, tenure with the Knicks alive. You know, yeah. So people forget about that, but now it's like Uncle Woody, man, the father figure. Oh, we need to. He was so tough on the Knicks. We needed somebody like that. Whatever, bro. Whatever. You know, so people want to believe what they want to believe, but I mean, you gotta. All you gotta do is do a quick Google. All you have to do is look at the history of of of, of, of a certain coach, what was happening during that time. It's easy, man. This, this is the internet. You can go boop 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 and Google something, and, and on the articles come up, and then you read them. Hello, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to go by feeling and and uh, sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Boop boop boop. Google. Hello. Articles pop up. There you go. There's the truth. So anyway. Let's just go down this list, man. I, I got a list I'm looking at here. We got Chris Fleming. Oh, man. Uh, Will Hardy. Uh, Jamal Mosley. Pat Delaney. Imi um, Uduka. I always mess up his name. You know, respect to him, man. I got respect for, for that dude. He's, you know, he came up through pop or whatever. And, um, you know, gotta, gotta, I got a respect for, for a lot of those those names that I mentioned. Yeah. But but these, these, are, these are unknown people, man. These guys were... Um, you know, in the coaching tree of whatever coach they came from, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of them came from Popovich, a lot of came from other other guys too, or whatever. So um, so it's worth a try, worth a worth a uh interview to get these guys out there to see what they're what they're about. Um you know, how they're gonna work with the team or how they're gonna basically work with the front office, because we don't have a team. That's that's a whole nother conversation. So I mean, like we re- we really need to to get a coach that's gonna be on on um you know, on the same page with the different guys that we, that we picked up recently. They got, you know, the the older gentleman from Utah. You know, we got the other kid from um, 
what 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 team was he from? OKC or whatever? Uh, or the the dude from Cleveland? You know, a lot of lot of different um guys that we picked up. Um, the the dude that I that I said was from OKC. I'm not exactly sure if it was OKC, but um Kobe even um vouched for him, saying that he was a great basketball mind. So I mean, the Knicks are putting great um pieces in the front office, right? So now we need a coach that's going to be a, an extension of those guys, somebody that's going to work with them. We can't have uh, the same situation we had when uh, Phil Jackson um, uh, signed Hornacek and Derek Fisher, where Hornacek, they said Hornacek, as soon as the practice was over, he was out. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the game was over, he was out. You know what I'm saying? Derek, uh, freaking Derek Fisher was rumored to be sleeping with uh, freaking uh, Clean Anthony Early's girl at the time. You know what I'm saying? So we can't have dissent. And we can't have people that are not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? So for, for what stands out for me, for some of the uh, bigger names out there, is Kenny Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson, to me, out of every, everything that you can think of, um, he's the, the hardest worker. And, and, and you know that he's, that he's not going to be a diva like some of these other guys. You know what I'm saying? He's always been he, – he came up through the coaching ranks or whatever. He, he was with the Knicks at one point. So if you want to get a homegrown guy, this is, this, this is a dude. And if you like um, um, Jeff Van Gundy, Kenny Anderson is basically Jeff Van Gunny, 2020 version. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't need somebody that, that, that doesn't understand modern NBA defense. We don't need somebody that doesn't understand modern NBA offense. You got Kenny Atkinson right there. You know, and then you know, let him pick his staff and then just leave it like that. That that would be my pick. You know what I'm saying? If we was to get a, a pick for the um for the coach, it would be Kenny Atkinson. Another guy that a lot of people don't seem to don't seem to like is Jason Kidd. Now I know Jason Kidd, he has the alcohol problems and whatever, you know. Yeah, he had the issues with his wife and stuff like that. A lot of bug stuff going on with, with Jason Kidd, man. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, you got to give guys a, a chance, whatever. I haven't heard any incidents with Jason Kidd, you know, um, since he's left the Knicks or whatever. You know, well, that's a lie because, I mean, um, he got himself on on um, on the on, – what was it, the Nets? He got himself on the Nets because he was on, on on Milwaukee, I believe. Or he was on the Nets. I forgot, I forgot what it was. I think he was on the Nets, and he got himself kicked off the Nets and sent to Milwaukee. Well, vice versa. I forgot what it was, man. But it was like some shady shit going on, man. So we kind of don't need that, you know. So, um, but if I was to pick anybody off this list, you know, other other than Kenny Atkinson, I might pick Jason Kidd, you know. And then, um, you know, like like I said, these guys are gonna have to work diligently with the front office, man. Another guy that I did not mention that I'm gonna try not to curse so much during this during this um segment is uh Mike Brown. Now, um, now Mike Brown, okay. Uh, you like uh, you want to you want to mention um, uh, Simeon Russell's show Nothing But Knicks, right? He had a caller on there, right? Everybody that was on the show seemed to be on this guy's jock, or whatever, because um, he was um, implying that he was uh, NBA guy, or whatever. So everyone was intrigued about about the stuff that he was saying. But um, you know, he went on to just talk about Mike Mike Miller's um, it's gonna be Mike Brown's uh, coaching history. Okay, blah, 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 60-something wins here, 50-something wins there, this guy here, this guy there. Okay, cool. Um, the common denominator with that is LeBron James. It's LeBron James. That's it. If you, if you watched during that during that time period, he basically was um, was doing what Mike Woodson did for us, which was like, uh, uh, give the ball to Melo, you know? But in his case, it was give the ball to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Every time he had a um a timeout, get the ball to LeBron, get the ball to LeBron, you know? You could, I mean, it was like ridiculous. They would run the same plays or back and forth. There was nothing innovative going on, whatever. Anyway, you, um, you want to fast forward to Golden State. He's the top assistant in Golden State now under Steve Kerr. Now, same thing with, with Fisdale. Fisdale was a top assistant, um, you know, to Spolstra in Miami. 
Uh, he's the same type of guy. Like we we um I was on I was on the Fisdale um, bandwagon at the time, but um you know Mike uh Mike Brown is basically the same thing, same the same kind of coach as Fisdale, is that you know they they're great assistants. There's they're they're guys that um that you want in the locker room to be the the barrier to be like the liaison between the players and the coach. You know what I'm saying? You go see Mike Brown first, and then Mike Brown will give you the bridge to the main coach. You know what I'm saying? If you got a problem with whatever, if you if you want want to vent out something, see Mike first because Mike is the Mike is cool. Mike is the man. You know what I'm saying? See see um David Fisdale because David Fisdale is the man. You know what I'm saying? Go go talk to your boy first, and then he'll bridge the um the gap to the real coach. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um you know Mike Brown is not a real coach. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's gotten better. You know being in Golden State, seeing what how the offense real offenses run because um he's never ran an offense in his life. You know what I'm saying? So maybe in Golden State he'll come and bring that offense over here to the Knicks and stuff like that. But I mean, this, like I said, this all has to um to blend in beautifully with the front office. So um, you know, it's a lot of lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff to uh to to like to um digest. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm not I'm not gonna um um look this. Like I said, yo, stats stats sometimes it could be overrated. You know what I'm saying? You could bring up stats. I, I can I, like people could talk about stats. Um, to to the blue in the face, you know what I'm saying? But but um, um, it comes down to reality, you know. Like like you could even talk about the social stuff that's happening now. I say social stuff just to be um, you know, PC, you know what I'm saying? But um, the whole Black Lives Matter movement is happening for a reason. But um, you know, there's people on the other side of argue all, all these arguments that um, they say, oh yeah, but what about this? What about that? You know, they they're, they're doing they're they're doing this to this to this group of people just as much uh, or even more than this group of people. Okay, cool. But um, uh, at the same time. A dude had had his knee on on on, on, on another guy's neck for like um nine minutes, you know, eight minutes and forty six seconds. You know what I'm saying? So you can just gonna ignore that and start talking about all these other statistics and stuff like that. Sometimes you get sometimes it's not all about building a narrative through through statistics and other BS. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta see things with the, what they offer face value. What did you see when the person was the coach? You know, what did you see when the person was the coach? You know, what did you see with it with his um the way that he handled the roster? um rotations you know what i'm saying what what plays were he running um you know from from time to time or whatever you know so um you know somebody mentioned i forgot forgot where i saw it but they mentioned um uh, jason kidd you know how that um i guess um it was like a free throw and they they um they made uh, one of the he made one of the plays mr free throw on, on purpose but if he made the free throw then it then it would um they would have made a two possession game but he missed the free throw and then it gave the other team a, a fast break or whatever so man, get off it, man. <laughs> you want to talk about one instance, whatever? It's like like coaches can't make mistakes, you know? Like like guys, guys can make mistakes. Thibodeau, for one, makes plenty of mistakes, but a lot of people seem to like him. You know, Mike Miller, like excuse me, I, I keep saying Mike Miller. Shout out to Mike Miller. That's another guy. I mean, I'll talk about him in a second. <clears throat> but um, uh, Mike Woodson. People want to talk finally about Mike Woodson, but you forget about what happened when he when he actually coached the Knicks. So um. Anyway, let's let's talk about uh, Mike Miller. Mike Miller, I happen to like Mike Miller. You know what I'm saying? When I when I see Mike Miller, I think of like, you know, don't kill me, man. But I I, I think of uh, Red Holtzman, only that that is really like a um a homegrown kind of guy. Red Holtzman got got the coaching um job right after right after another great coach was before him. You so when that when that um coach, I can't get the name correct. I, I don't want to mess it up. But um, you know, once once he stepped down, then Red Holtzman took over. You know what I'm saying? So so that's exactly what happened with Mike Miller. Mike Miller, I, I feel like he 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 can um if you give him a chance, 
you know, give him a chance to get a real coaching staff together, people that, that to help him, whatever. Because um, he it, like like with Fisdale, Fisdale, yo, he had Julius Randle spinning like a like a top in the paint. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, right after Mike Miller took over, he simplified the offense. And if you look at the second half of the season, not necessarily stats or whatever, visually looking at what was happening in um, you know, the second half of the season. Julius Randle had a, had a better half, second half of the season compared to the uh, the beginning of the year because he wasn't being the ISO guy that um that Fisdale was making him be. He um actually calmed down, let, let the point guards do their thing. Of course, um Alfred Payton uh stepped into his own, came into his own, and was really like um orchestrating everything. And it, and it took the ball out of on um, Julius Randle's hand the way the way that that God was intended. You know what I'm saying? Because um with the Pelicans, he was a receiver. You know, that's what got him to get that 21-point game average. You know what I'm saying? So he did average 19 points with the Knicks, nine rebounds, still got his three assists. You know what I'm saying? He didn't um, shoot over 50%, but I think it was like 47%. You know what I'm saying? So so uh, people keep saying, you know, oh, man, these, these guys on the internet, everybody has a has a page now. You know what I'm saying? So they'll, they'll put they'll put stats up, and they'll, and they'll, they'll say they'll, they'll grade, they'll grading players, and they give Julius Randle an F. I mean, come on, man. 19 points a game, nine rebounds. I know the Knicks didn't win, but a lot of teams didn't win. We're talking about eight teams that are not going to be in this in this um, restart of the season if they even do it. There's eight other teams that's not going to play. Not, it's not just about the Knicks. But, you know, we, we can just go back to back to Sham's um, Twitter feed. Scroll through the thing. A lot of NBA stuff, restart stuff. Okay, cool. And then the Knicks coaching on thing. Anybody else? Any other team? There's, there's like 29 other teams. Anybody want to talk about anything else? Whatever, man. It's Knicks all day. Anyway, this is um, Dire Knicks podcast right there. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm a podcaster. I'm giving this whole visual thing uh, a try. Uh, I probably should have been did that, but, um, you know, it's kind of hard to juggle different things, man. But I'm trying it now because I, I freaking love it, man. So whenever you see me on here, right here, Bang, bang, bang. The telephone number, that's 646-470-1727. So whenever you come on here, if um, if you're new to um, Sportscaster, if you don't want to sign up, which I encourage you to sign up, that way you can participate in the chat on the side there. But if, if you don't want to participate in that chat to sign up or whatever, just use the, um, the number that I give down there. You can you could, um, uh, send a text there, and I'll, I'll be able to um, to uh, um, shout you out or whatever you want to do on, um, you know, you can communicate me with them um, through the app, whatever. If you want to uh, keep it PC, you know, private, we'll just say private and whatever, we'll keep it like that. And I'll, I'll look at it and I'll just make a note of it and then I'll, I'll shout you out on the show, man. So it's been pretty cool. We got 35 minutes here, so that's great. So, like I said, I'm gonna be trying this again. This is um, Sportscaster and um, I'll be doing the show on here, whatever, venting my little frustrations, whatever's happening right now. From my, my perspective as as a Knicks fan, you know, I, I know I know um you know people are, are, are they, they just love stats. Like I said, they love stats and stuff like that. But sometimes sometimes I don't I don't want to freaking hear stats. If I if I want to see stats, I could just go on Twitter and read it from a from a guy like Shams, you know what I'm saying? But when, if you're talking about sports talk radio, I want to hear some real stuff, man. That's why I'm doing this. I want to hear some, a different perspective. I don't want to hear people yelling and screaming, you know, bad mouth in the Knicks for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I just don't want to see it. Even our beat writers. I don't want to see our beat writers throwing um, snuff articles out there, uh, bad mouth on our Knicks. You know, I, I want to I want to talk about basketball because, I, like I said, there's only two subjects right now: the restart of the NBA and um, the Knicks coaching circus. That's the only two stories right now. 
There's, you know, of course, there's other stories, but everything has to do with the restart of the NBA. The only other story is the Knicks coaching search. You know, saying that there was another team that did hire a GM recently. Well, who cares? Nobody even care. If the Knicks hired that GM that that team hired, it would be a firestorm. You know, sometimes you gotta just, just um say for what it is, man. So anyway, man, you know, thank thanks for for tuning into the show. Um, thirty six minutes, not bad, man. Yeah, so I can get used to this. You know, Dire Knicks podcast. Once again, you can go to DireKnicks.com. Uh, like I said, anything on that website, uh, any proceeds that I would get from it, any profit I would get from that from that website, I'm gonna donate to a Black Lives Matter charity. So please check it out. And um, once again, I apologize for my last podcast that um had the audio issues, whatever I mentioned it at the top of the show. But um, you know, I still have it up there. You can still hear all, all the issues and stuff like that. I don't really care. It's 87 podcasts, man. You can just go through the rest of them. I have plenty, plenty of stuff to talk about. I, I um, talked with um, the Omni Fan crew recently. Nick's Omni Fan. If you follow those guys, maybe you might have went to like a, a recent, um, not a, uh, like like um, the home opener, you know, or some, what, any of the other events. You know, or you might even seen them in the Nick's commercial. I happen to be in one of their Nick's commercials. So if you have, if you've seen these girls um, from, I, I can't say girls. They're beautiful young ladies. Um, if, if you've seen um, them on the commercial or whatever, so, you know, you can um, check out my podcast or talk with them. You know, we actually become pretty cool, man. You know, I've also did a, a interview with um, Samir Russell. You know, uh, I got my guy, um, Slizzy Take, from um, the Nothing But Nick's show. I got uh, Lou, um, Lou, um, Lou Badella from, uh, from his show, his podcast show. So I'm trying out a little different things, man, whatever with my free time, if my free time um, lets me. Um, I'm trying my best, man. And of course, you know, I, I've got um, guys that I'm on on this um, on this network with. Let me shout these guys out to man. You got to got let's do this right since I'm here. Um, like I said, this is it's called the MBK Network. Um, this is all all under um, nothing but Nick's um, whatever you know. Simeon Russell, he um, got us all together. So um, shout out to Andy, shout out to Gorilla Mo, shout out to Isaiah, shout out to Savvy D, and um, shout out to Simeon, man. So Isaiah's um been been um the most busy out of all of us, man. So you know I'm gonna try to get get um some collaboration with these guys because um Sportscaster has a feature also that we can do split split screen and stuff like that. So that'll be dope. So look look out for more stuff, man. Like I know I'm gonna try to to mess around with this as best I can. So um just um just keep tuning in, man. Look look out for Dynex Podcast on Sportscaster. Also look out for Dynex Podcast on basically any um podcast platform that you that you can find. You know you, you want to talk about. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, everybody, even some of the the, the lower level um, ones. You, wherever you can find a podcast, you're gonna find um, my podcast, man. So, once again, peace out to everybody that's that's tuning in right now. I got seven people viewing right now. I, I don't I don't know how many. I'm I'm still getting used to that, man. You know, I got United. United was there. He sent me a tip. Yo, thank you, man. All right, his name is um Man United or Die sixty nine. Thank you for for um sending me that ticket. I'm still trying to figure out what all this stuff means, man. But it's but it's dope. Uh, Cubans fan, he um signed on um there. We got Lakers loyalty. Hey, Lakers loyalty, man. I, I'm gonna have uh, some Lakers um fans on, on my podcast soon, man. So um so please subscribe to my podcast, Dynix um podcast, and um you know you can you can um get notified whenever I make a new podcast, man. So anyway, I'm not gonna um, bore you guys with um with technicalities and stuff, man. So this has been Evil to Any Star. That's my name. That's the name I go by. Uh, you might see on Sportcast my my government name, but my internet name is Evil. This is short for my real name, Any Star, which is um 
E N Y is any East New York. That's why I'm from in Brooklyn. And Star, man. Hey, that's self-explanatory. Even with any star host of the Dynasty Podcast, how I do it on the show, I put four fingers to the forehead and I tuck in my thumb. And that's how you salute. And every time you see a diehard, that's what you should do. Salute a diehard. Bam, 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 bam. All right, y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. And like I said, stay tuned for more um stuff with this network. So here's the here's the thing. How the hell do you stop this thing? How do you stop this crazy thing? Showing my age, man. That's on the, the Jetsons. All right, y'all. Peace. See you on the next one.